What's up? I'm Michelle. And I'm Alondra. And it's another late night. (laughs) That's right. It's another late night. We got lots to talk about. First of all, we just started talking about the impending stock market crisis that we have going on. What should I do with my 401k? She asked me a minute ago. For sure. For sure. Because, you know, I mean, that's your little nest egg, right? You've been saving it since you were like your first job out of college and try to figure out should, what do you do with it? Right. You know, at this point, as you said, it's too late to sell, like something's impending, but I mean, you called it, I mean, it's a long-term investment, right? So there's no point in pulling it out or doing anything like that and taking a hit from a tax perspective. Yep. Precisely. Yep. I mean, we talked about this just a minute ago. Stock markets have cycles and we're in that time where we're looking at a huge break in the market, but that just means there's a huge sale. Stock markets will be high again. Give it some time and your money will do what it do. Stock markets typically always had an eight to 10% return over the long haul per year. Compensates in some areas, we are due for a compensation and correction. And it looks like that's what we may be heading into right now. For sure, for sure. Very, very crazy times. Very crazy times financially. We're talking about living in the gap, right? So, you know, during these times of recession, right, there's a segment of the population who's always kind of lived in what what I like to call the gap, right? They only, they some for the most part, they own their home, right? They live with family, own their home, only make enough to pay their taxes and only make enough for Christmas gifts. And as a matter of fact, I was talking to my brother and he said he had a co-worker when he was in, in, um, in high school who would do exactly that. And he was content. If he wanted something, he would go buy it. But, you know, work for it, only work enough, only do enough to buy whatever he needed. And then he kept on keeping on. I mean, it's people like those that during a recession, they're going to be fine because they've always been living like that. That's like their way of life. Right. So I was listening to this one. I listened to this one lady. Her name is Buffy, Buffy Purcell. And she said, don't ask me how how to make it in a recession. You need to ask those people that are kind of living in that gap, right? That know how to take ramen noodles and turn it into a meal for 20 people. Um, Know how to go to the dollar store and and make it work, right? So, I mean. I mean, when back in like 2008, when that crash happened, I had no idea. mm -hmm. I didn't even know anything about the crash because my life didn't change at all. I was still already struggling. It didn't change anything for me. I literally had no idea. I had no idea about the 2008 crash until I started learning more about markets and getting into that whole area and crowd. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, the folks like that, that are already, you know, living in that, what I call the gap, right? Those folks are already struggling and they're making things work right and know how to make a dollar those folks are going to be fine because their money really doesn't it's it is it doesn't depend on a nine to five so totally get that um so i wanted to talk a little bit about marilyn manson i know that we talked we touched about it yes last time let's talk about this a little bit so i did a tiktok video that i had to take down 
um, regarding Marinson and Evan Rachel Woods and her allegations, right? And the reason I took it down is because the way it came off, it came off, it came off kind of not really defending Manson, but it just came off like, like it just came off weird. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take it down. Somebody said, Hey, I, I feel that you, I feel like you're defending Manson. And I'm like, you know, I'm really, that's really not the case. Right. I'm no. just, that's really not the case, but I am, you know, but I, but I'm curious. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go oh, yeah, I was saying, like, but, you know, I mean, we got to take everything with what it is these days because, you know, we need to hear the facts. We need to hear the whole story. If if people want to throw something out there now, again, we talked about this on the last one. Amber's ruined a lot for a lot of women because yeah, she, she has. came out and did what she did. And now it's not believe all men. I mean, believe all women because... It's just not the case. There are some some women out there who either regret decisions or have other malicious intent. And yeah. So I was listening. There's this one girl. I uh, should get my grab my phone and look her up. That um, actually does a um, YouTube video on Marilyn Manson. And she interviewed a couple of people. She interviewed Marilyn Manson's assistant, who happens to be Latina, by the way. And she interviewed what that she was previously. I don't know if she's Marilyn's assistant now. And then she interviewed one of Marilyn's ex-girlfriends. And recently, Dita Van Tees came out and said that, you know, although she doesn't, you know, she doesn't condone that type of behavior, but her experience with Manson was not that. Right. And this girlfriend also, this ex-girlfriend of Manson said her experience with Manson was not that. And Manson's assistant was like, look, you know, I've never seen him, you know, act that way, be aggressive, that he's a gentleman. So it's it's a weird mm -hmm. dynamic here. You have a group of women that are defending him. And then you have a group of women that are saying, no, he did X, Y, and Z. Now, keep in mind, not that not not this doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. But what it does mean um, in regards to, and I'm just going to make it clear, I don't know, I'm not taking sides. I don't know what happened with Marilyn Manson and Rachel Woods. I have absolutely no idea. I'm keeping an open mind. But I will say, Evan Rachel Woods got involved with Manson during the time he was getting a divorce. He was divorcing Dita Van Tees. So during that time was when he was actually, you know, uh, getting involved with her. Now, I don't know if she was the reason for the divorce. I know that Dita Vantis has said that she divorced Manson because of infidelity. So I found that a little interesting. Now, I don't know if she was the cause of it. I don't know what happened. Also, one thing that this, the assistant did say, now I haven't verified, but nobody's really said that the, any of these women were underage. They were very young women, very young, but they were all the age of consent. Right. So now that's not to say that there's not jerks, people that are willing to take advantage of you. But here's the thing, and I find it rather interesting. When we were growing up, we knew that there was predators out there, like those were kind of the things that you knew as a, as a young woman 
does it make it right? Absolutely not. You know, but you knew that you had to take care of yourself because of that. So I don't know what happened. I really don't know who I'm, I'm very, very neutral on this whole situation. But to your point, it's right. Amber did ruin a lot of things for a lot of women. You know, would I have um, believed Evan Rachel Woods? I don't know. I mean, it's not up to me to believe anything. At the end of the day, it's her truth, right? Yeah, for sure. It's her truth. But what is the truth, right? I, I say, let's see the facts. Let's see the receipts. Let's see the text messages. Let's see whatever else. And while that may be invasive and impersonal, I mean, mm -hmm. they... You know, they brought their stories to the light, and now it's time to see. I am interesting. Am I am interested if they're going to televise the court case, like the case, like they did Johnny Depp's case? Like, is the judge going to yeah. allow that? That one may be yes. a little bit different. They, they, uh, I don't know if they'll get to choose where they have that because it's not necessarily like the op-ed. Um, the op-ed allowed it to where Johnny could essentially pick wherever because it was broadcast to the entire United States in a news thingy, um, as opposed to Evan Rachel Woods. It was a show. I think she did a show on HBO. Oh. She did a documentary called Phoenix Rising. Oh, all right. Well, that might give him the open. He might want to go over to Virginia or something like Johnny did. I'm, I'm curious. And Johnny and Manson are good friends. Yeah. You know, I just don't see Johnny tolerating somebody who is an abuser in their relationship. Granted, you don't know. You don't know. One of the yeah. things I do say is that, that these women I, were so young. Yeah. Were so young. Right. And, and, and that was my TikTok. My TikTok was really saying that these women were so young. Um, and you know, it's unfortunate that, that whether it's true or not, like, again, it's all alleged that they got involved with somebody that would hurt them that way or realized, wait a minute, I was manipulated, but keep in mind who I can't say that everybody's relationship that you've bumped into has been healthy. You but, know what I mean? Like, but they're like seemingly pretty good friends. Manson was over for Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that is a very sticky situation to see someone like Johnny in, right? In a relationship with like a friendship with somebody who he would know abused women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't see that. Johnny associates typically with like fairly good hearted people. Yeah. So. For sure. For sure. So I'm interested yeah. how this is all going to play out. I'm interested how the court case is going to play out. I don't really have an opinion at this point either way. Um, I hope that this girl gets her life back together, whatever she's going through, you know, or whatever hurt her that she gets some sort of healing and all the other women that are, were involved. Although I'm not sure, I haven't really read too much about the other women. Uh, definitely Evan Rachel Woods has been the most vocal about the situation. But I think with everything that's going on and after coming off the heels of the Johnny Depp case, see what's going on in the Supreme Court, what's going on with the recession, what's going on with everything. I think people are just very exhausted. Um, 
with just news in general. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's a really, I mean, it's a tough time. Yeah. People worried about what's going to happen, right? The recession is a recession really truly coming. Um, is like right, all everybody else is saying, okay. yeah, that whole situation with with um, Roe v. Wade, and I don't, and honestly, I don't think. I think because we're on social media, both of us, that we see a lot of it on social media and on that platform. But I think people who are really on the grind are more worried about how they're going to feed their children. Like they're, that's not even in their, in their, um, there's, there's so much right now. No, they're worried about gas prices, right? How they're going to get to work. You know, yeah. with almost five dollars a, a gallon worth of gas, they're worried about how they're going to feed their kids. They're worried about, you know, those things. Those once, I mean, those essentials become a priority to folks, right? Then everything else is just like I don't have time for the noise, right? I have to work two jobs, sleep five hours, you know, make sure my kids are fed and closed and that we have rent, you know, food on the table, all yeah. those things. I think I that's know. what people I, kind of worry about. I think Roe v. Wade is pretty important to people because it's not just about the right to an abortion or not. It's also because they also shot down basically privacy, right? Like privacy has basically been assumed, which doesn't just have to do with abortion and then you've got justice thomas coming out talking about also we need to look at um prophylactics right and so prophylactics do a lot more than just keep people from getting pregnant like my daughter takes them because she literally would bleed to death without them so they regulate her periods because she's gonna have a blood transfusion yeah um and I mean, she's not sexually active. She doesn't go anywhere to be around anybody. And so I know she's not sexually active, you know, but she's been taking these since she was younger yeah, because for sure. of needing them for health. Yeah. Um, a lot of women do that. Fibroids, things of that nature, right? They have to use them for regulating their their periods. Um, honestly, I, I will be honest with you. Just, I I really don't think that the person that's working two or three jobs is really worried about that. Honestly, all intents and purposes, they're more worried about putting food on the table than they are worried about what's happening in the Supreme Court. It's sad, right? But, I think people okay, should worry right. about what's going on in the Supreme Court, but I don't think they are. Honestly, but they don't. will be, right? Because if they accidentally get pregnant and they can't afford that baby, they can't also abort it. Yeah, they're going to have to go out of, if they're going to, they're going to have to go out of state, right? But they're not going to be able to because a lot of the states are limiting women being able to travel in terms of that. And so some of the red states are looking at possibly having it to where women are going to have to take a birth control test before leaving the state. I mean, a birth control test, a pregnancy test before leaving the state. How are they going to manage that? There's no way oh, that can be managed. It's a logistical nightmare for sure. Yeah, there's but no way they're going to be able to manage the precedent that. Precedent for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no, they don't even have the, they don't, there's not an infrastructure. There's no way they'd be able to manage that. Um, if yeah. people, you know, I, I really do think that to your point, yeah, it's going to impact them when they, when that's, when, when they come up with that situation. Um, I don't know. I mean, are they going to go to Mexico? Who knows? Right. We're in a yeah. border state. Well, I'm sure are they going to travel to California? In the U.S. Right. Are they going to go to Cal California? California. You know? Yeah. California. I'm sure New York. New York, those states. Um, Texas already made its decision, and so is Oklahoma. Um, and I yeah, think those Texas people those are probably going to go to. Trigger laws that outlawed it. Yeah, I think women will probably go to Mexico. I think women will go to Mexico. Hold on, I'll take care of it. Leave it there. Okay. Leave it there. I'll take care of it. Okay. I'm sorry. Just being <laughs> so loud. It's like, oh. And they don't have a bedtime. Um. Yeah, I don't, oh, you know, I God, think, no, my kids have a bedtime. They go to bed. No, they don't, they don't have a bedtime. <laughs> Nine o'clock. So, yeah, I just really do think that, that, um, people will go. I mean, they'll find, they'll find ways. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of, um, you know, back alley abortions and stuff like that. The sad thing will be too, if they start to instate, just like they did with that mom who had the miscarriage in texas right what happened i think she yeah, was I don't know the details. charged and she had a miscarriage i don't know the details how could she be criminally charged with a miscarriage because there's no way to prove if you didn't cause the miscarriage and that's something mm -hmm. else that is one of the bigger problems too is because there's no way to tell if you had a spontaneous miscarriage or if you took a plan b and had a miscarriage yeah, I have absolutely no idea. I think what we're going to have is, um, I think, I think what we're going to have is a lot of influx of women having, taking plan B, right? Having access to that. Um, but not in Texas. Plan B is uh, I mean, not okay. They'll have access to it if they want to go. You can get it on Amazon right now. Amazon, or you can go to Mexico and get that. I mean, all of that is, I mean, it's, it's a reality. It's a reality, right? So, mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily condone this, but I know, I know right. because I went to a church that had a lot of, um, I went to a church that was minorities, like a lot of minorities, a lot of first gen uh, immigrants, a lot of immigrants. And you, you better believe if they need to get, they would find ways to get penicillin. You know, if they had, oh, you, yeah. you, keep in mind, they don't have insurance. Right. They don't have, you know, um, they don't have benefits and some don't even have money to go to the doctor. They would find ways to get, you know, a penicillin mm -hmm. for infections. I mean, they, there was ways of those folks trying to get all the all these things. I have always said that the people that are working class or that are new immigrants, they're going to find ways to survive because yeah. that's how they've lived their whole lives. Right. And well, so when you go to the hospital after taking that plan B and having a miscarriage, though, and the hospital nurse thinks that you aborted your own baby, they're going to be able to turn you into the state, whether you aborted that baby or had a miscarriage. If that nurse feels like that, 
that's what happened to that girl recently with the miscarriage. The nurse basically reported her. I think it's going to happen to women of color, to be honest with you. I don't think it'll, I don't think it's going to impact, um, I don't think it's going to impact white women like that. I really don't. It would be, it would surprise me if it did. I think it's an opportunity to put women of color in, 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 in prison for sure. Right. But But women in general, if you look at what it seems like they're trying to do, because if you get in trouble for this, it's basically a felony. And if you're a felon, you can't vote anymore. They're not going to do that to white women. I I don't don't think so. I think it's a woman thing. I don't know. I, I, I disagree with that. I really do disagree with that. I think because and here's here's my my whole thing, my argument with that. So it is a woman thing, right? I agree with that. But I also think that there has been like um, lack of support with within the women's movement in general, right? Lack of support from white women to women of color. And, and this has happened for a while now, right? So you have indigenous, you know, it's only when it started to impact white women, like now this is impacting white women, that now they're all like, okay, let's, let's minority women get together and, and lock arms. When the reality is when women of color, particularly African American women are dying at the hands of sometimes gynecologists and obstetricians who don't deal with their pain threshold, you do not see you know, women coming to rally as a whole for them. When you see yeah. indigenous women disappearing in reservations and missing, you don't see that same sisterhood. So I don't, I honestly don't think because historically in this country, right, the people that go to jail, if you look statistically for men, have been yeah. men of color, right? Right. So with that said, I, I don't, I don't, why would they increase putting white women in, in putting them in positions where they would get felonies? That's just not historically accurate in this country. This country has a history of oppressing people of color. So I don't know if that would happen. I honestly don't think so. It would be very surprising to me because if anything, I really do think people who aren't of color, right? Who are of European descent, have the ultimate bro code. They, you guys, they take care of your, they take care of themselves. Mm, I don't know. To the point. I don't know about that. I don't think really anybody's supporting anybody right now. Whether it's white women supporting white women or white women supporting other races, especially with who literally just made this decision is extremist conservative men who literally want to strip women of their rights. Like it's in part of their platform for 2022. Um, not so much in those words, but pretty much. Um, and it's, it's not just about race. That seems to be part of their thing though, too, because they do want to look at making certain voting, certain, certain voting restrictions and take away some of the acts like the um, Equal Rights Act um, is something Mm -hmm. that they're running on right now and basically wanted to make it end when it ended back in 79, essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. All the videos that I'm making right now 
specifically reading the 2022 platform for the conservative party, for the GOP party. Um, I mean, I'm reading it so people don't have to read it. I'm reading it word for word, trying to make it fun, trying to make it interesting so people can really see what's going on with the GOP party right now, especially here in Texas and what they're running on this year. I mean, it's literally, they're saying the quiet part out loud. So yeah, I would definitely check out the videos that I have on my TikTok reading, you know, if we don't do something here in Texas, um, what Texas is gonna look like over the next couple of years. What it's gonna look like, um, yeah. I have not been keeping up with what the GOP has to has to say. As a matter of fact, to be honest with you, I haven't really been keeping up politically with anything. Like it's just too much. So I don't know what's I know the big things that are going on with Roe v. Wade. I know what historically has happened to people of color in this country. But I don't I don't I'm not really have been keeping up with, you know, where they plan to go directionally or what they plan to do. Um so, I mean, it, it's interesting to see what, what, what directionally they plan to do with the state of Texas. I have been seeing a lot of videos talking about Texas becoming its own country. I just think that's ridiculous personally. But that right now we live in a- their platform for 2022 yeah. as well. Because um, the Texas Constitution actually states that Texas is pretty much its own thing. And that the federal government is impending on its Texas Constitution to- be seceded from the United States. That is part of their 2022 um, platform as well. Wow, I don't know if they're, I mean, are they serious about it? I... They're dead serious. It is part of their Texas, literally where I got their platform from is directly from t uh, texasgop.org. It's their 2022 agenda. And that's why I'm reading it word for word trying to make it exciting to let people see and pay attention to what the people who are already running this state, they also, part of their 2022 platform is they want Texas to have its own electoral college that will in turn vote on state officials. So the electoral college members will be voted in by the populace of the state. So the populace of the citizens, that electoral college will then decide what um, elected officials will be seated in Texas. Wow. Wow. It's very interesting. Very interesting for sure. And there's so much more. They want to overturn the EPA and get rid of the EPA. Um, they want to get rid of the supposedly overstepping of the um, Endangered Species Act where the Endangered Species Act doesn't matter and the state cannot come in and claim land that has endangered species on it. Yeah, it's literally so extremist and they just do not care anymore. Like they're just putting it oh, wow. all out there for people because I don't know why. I mean, it seems to be that extremist is not getting shot down by them and people are fine with it in the party seemingly and so i think they just keep throwing the most extremist shit they can out there and seeing what sticks and what doesn't oh wow yep oh, so stay wow. tuned i mean watch my tiktoks i'm telling you i'm there's nothing about it that i'm changing i'm not changing any of the words about it at all i'm reading it word for word it is crazy
Like it's literally crazy. That's insane. This is why we informed voters. Wow. 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 Yeah, I did not know that they were going there there directionally. It's weird times, bizarre times we're living in. Bizarre times. I saw somewhere that that for every dollar that Texas gives to the federal government, they only get 94 cents back. I don't know how true this. So here's the thing. The, I don't the know red how true states this. are the most funded by the federal government. Yeah. I I don't states. know what's true. I don't know what's true. I absolutely have no clue. I haven't deep dived into any of this. I don't know. The only thing I know about Roe versus Wade is it's, it's rewarded back to the state so the states can make that decision. And it there is, were 25 states that had trigger laws that made it automatically illegal once Roe was overturned to have an abortion, and Texas is one of those. So here's here's what I think. How soon, right? They knew this was coming. Tonight. Yeah, As they tonight, knew this. The moment it was yeah. overturned. Yeah. Yeah, they. but, you know, if they didn't know it was coming, they wouldn't have made preparations for it. You know what I'm saying? Like. They had, well, we knew it was coming because that, that, that leaked document, for sure. For sure. Right, right. And they instilled trigger laws for when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I have not kept up with any of that. Not at all. And the sad thing is, is you're not the only one. Like, yeah. millions of people out there are so overwhelmed by what's going on, and they just don't have the time because they're working multiple jobs. They're taking care of their kids. They're continuously just trying to live their life because there's so much coming at them with, like, all of these things that are going on from the pandemic to the polio outbreak in the UK to the meningitis outbreak in Florida to, like, all of the things. You know, and that's why today I'm like, I can't do this. Like, we have to have informed voters, like, know what your party stands for. And so I'm making these videos after I get done with the 2022 platform for the GOP party. I will be doing the Democratic Party as well. So, but I felt it was at most need for people to see the 2022 GOP platform immediately See, i think it's a, you know we've always had people that have wanted to turn texas into its own country like that's always been i guess ever since the united ever since they they you know became part of the united states i guess right i yeah i don't know how realistic that is for them but at this point like i'm i'm like everybody else i'm tired i'm tired I don't have time to worry about things that I can't control. As a matter of fact, I was having a conversation with this lady and she was going off on this, you know, on all of this that's going on, like totally. And she's like, I'm just tired. And, da, 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 da. and she went off. We're and, all tired. you know, here's the thing. The thing is that people, look, let me tell you something. I'm not, to, I'm not tied or married to any thought or idea that comes out of my mouth sometimes. I mean, there's certain things that, that I mean, that are critical, that are crucial, that I think that are like no debates, but that are no debates for me, right, in my mind. But could somebody convince me otherwise about stuff that's, that, you know, yeah, absolutely, right? Like, if I have all the facts and I'm informed, I can think like, okay, well, this is what's going on, right? Um, but I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just, I'm right now. I, I just 
I don't know. I don't like the way the way this country is going. I don't like it the way it is directionally. I felt that there was a moment in time when people really cared, our politicians really cared. I don't know if they ever really cared, but really worried about the people. And right now I just feel that it's more about their interest. And yeah. I don't know, it's just sad. I feel that there was a time when it seemed my like more of them were in the middle and they could come to agreements and at least get shit done that would kind of help the people um but right now it's just like two extremists right yeah, two we've extremists. got one side who wants to completely lock everybody down force everybody to get a vaccine and all of that is just not for everybody right like be responsible take care of your family do what's right for you and your family don't be negligent don't be irresponsible but also taking consideration all the things and then we've got the other side who the people supporting the right are claiming the left is trying to take control of everything, but then you've got the right who's also doing the same thing, but on their own agenda. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, pick your poison. You can have the communist left or you can have the freaking uh, Soviet right, you know, like pick, pick your poison. So, well, I guess Soviet Why? was what communist, right? So look more towards the, regime that's trying to cleanse everybody on the right and then the communist party on the left i don't know it's it's a debacle right now yeah for sure it is it is kind of like a different yeah for sure hey michelle i don't see you anymore i'm here you there okay yeah good I'm here. good, good. I was just checking if you were there. Yeah, I just think it's kind of like rather, in, it's it's a rather interesting time. Rather interesting yeah. time. This is the time sure. more than any that we need informed voters. And so, you know, the cool thing with TikTok is it's making it easy for people to be informed because there's people like me out there who want to help people be informed um, yeah. and making videos about it because most people aren't gonna go read this multi-page document with a bunch of words in it because it's boring over the no. platforms and what they stand for or the bills that are happening and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure, I mean, I'm not, like, I, would not, I wouldn't stop and read that. Wouldn't even have the time. But to your point, if they can do like third, three minute bites, right, of that information, then it's more palatable. Right. Yeah. All my videos that I'm making on this are all under three minutes. Um, I've connected each one up, try to make them exciting. By the way, I talk, by the way, I stop. And by the way, I also, I also, when I'm reading it, I go. So like, for instance, the EPA, if somebody doesn't really know what the EPA is and what it does, I also tell you what that's for, what it does, um, the different acts and the different amendments and the different things. I also read those off and what they are and what they mean and why they're important. Yeah, like the Environmental Protection Agency, for sure. The census, like the different amendments, the all, all of the different things that it talks about. That way, you know, someone's not just hearing Article 1, Section, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, what what is that? What does that even what mean? What does that mean? Exactly. You're just breaking it down. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the way people are learning these days. So one of the things from my training course was how people learn, right? And one of the interesting is that one of the teachers, he was a high school teacher, 
but he also did adult learning and he said look what we do is we do chunk learning i was like what is that called he's all like it means we talk about a we they teach for 15, 15 minutes, they teach for 15 minutes, and then discuss the topic for 15 minutes. Teach for 15, discuss it for 15. Uh, that, yeah, that was so really interesting. So it sticks better. So I thought that was like a really interesting style of, um, of teaching, which I wrote down. But yeah, I mean, they're teaching like that in the high school, and that's how adult learners are going to have to learn it in the future. It's going to be 15 minutes of information. So the fact that you're putting that information in a more palatable form, I think people are going to enjoy it for sure. I hope so. I hope it gets pushed out with the algorithm and stuff, you know, and hopefully the followers that I have watch it. I try not to be as biased as possible as I can, so it's just facts. Um, a little bit of my bias does show in there, but I don't try to just bash them. So it does get out there to those people because people who vote blue and have always voted blue, they don't care what the Democrat or what the GOP platform is because they're not voting for them. They don't care. They're going to vote blue. The people that need to see these videos primarily are the people who already vote red, who have been voting red, mm -hmm. or the people who are who have always been in the middle and voted red because it just suited them a little better. Um, yeah. Those are the people who really need to see these videos so they can really see that this year, who they, who they vote for their gubernatorial race in November is very, very important, probably more important than it has been ever in the history of the United States. It's almost like, but it's so funny because it's almost like picking a team, right? People decide, okay, I'm going to vote red, yeah. blue, and that's it. And I'm not going to worry about what their platform is. I don't care. It's going to take time. I wish we went back to the time where these this was all like a grassroots, right? That there were people that were really interested in public service, weren't interested in making this uh, a method of making money, right? Because yeah. let's be real here. Some of these folks are making a lot of money. Right. And living very yeah. wealthy lives on both sides. And it's really the American people that are suffering. Yeah. Well, Congress and, and uh, Senate used to get paid on a per session basis. They didn't get a salary. They got paid when they worked. And that was it. Yeah. And they moved it to having a salary now and they get to decide on what their salaries are and when they increase it. Can you imagine yeah. having a job where you get to decide what your income is and you get to decide when your increases are and how much they are? Nobody, nobody else gets to do that. And then the other thing is having, how should I put it? Not having any repercussions, being able to talk crazy to people without yep. having HR step in. Like you can give your own salary, increase your own salary, talk crazy to people and never get fired. At some point, I think that you should. And they're like, well, if yep. no, I think that if you, if you have, if you're doing X, Y, and Z, you should get, you know, I don't know, reprimanded somehow, fined, I don't know. For sure. Whatever it is. Every single, pretty much every single member right now needs to be removed. Yeah. They're not doing their jobs. They're not. They're both sitting extremist on both sides and nothing's getting done. And we need yeah. some people who are sensible, who can agree on things and who don't just hold 
you know, this two-party system is really screwing people terribly yeah. because it's like, choose this or choose this, and that's your two choices. When people are not just all this or all this, I mean, yes, you have your extremist who are always going to be that, but the large majority of the United States are not that. They are in the middle. While they, for instance, with abortion, right? Like while they don't think women should go out and get 10 abortions a year, they also think abortion should be available to people for medical reasons, for rape, for incest, for children who get pregnant, even if it was they're 17 or something, 17 or 18, and made a, a decision that impacted them in this way. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Or gun rights, where people don't, they don't feel like guns should all be taken away, but they do feel that there needs to be background checks. People on psychiatric yeah. medication shouldn't be able to buy a gun. Like if you're on psychiatric medication, you are unstable. You are on medication that you can't even live your life normally. And now you need a medication to stabilize you, which typically those don't stabilize you. They give you more psychiatric issues. And yet you are allowed to buy a gun. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something that definitely needs to be addressed. And I can't believe I mean, that Beto is the Democratic's best choice for this year. Like, out of all the people in Texas that are Democrat, all of them, Beto is our best choice. I, You know what? I don't know how to feel about him. I really don't. I don't know how to feel. I... Yeah. There's something I... you know, Here's what... And I'll be honest. There's something I don't like about a border politician. The moment you tell me that you're from a border town, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like, but then I don't like the current state now either. So I'm just like, am I going to like, who can I tolerate? Whose company can I tolerate for five minutes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, at, it's at that point, like, and I, I just, you know, there's something about a border politician that I, that I don't like. But yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, he did, he did come out. I will say this. He is saying all the right things at this point. Right. Yeah. But then I, I have a hard time with him based off of one of the statements that he had already made previously about coming and just taking the guns. Right. Like he literally came out and said, yes, they he would do that. Um, the last time I think he ran. And I just don't think that that's a good stance to have behind you when you're looking at running against who you're running against, you know? That's yeah, not sure. a way to get people in the middle on the right to vote for you. For sure. Like, I don't, I'm getting hot with the, with the light, the ring light. I'm like, it's hot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's not right for people. Like, you're right. Like, if you're going to be saying all those things he's going to, he's, he said so far, I really haven't kept up with him. I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's like, he's like the guy that wants to be liked so bad that he's willing to say anything to be cool. And you're just like, nah, yeah. nah, you yeah, can't I, sit I at the cool kid table. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. I just get this vibe with him that it's just something's off. It's like, something's you're off. right. It's a weird vibe. It's a vibe. I just, there's just something that just doesn't sit right. And I hate to say it, but that's what it is. I don't know if, it, I don't know. He's just, it is, it's a, you're right. I don't, I, I can't put my finger on it. It's a vibe. It's a, it's a weird vibe. We need um, some middle of the road democratic like it would good it would be good to see a woman but in texas i find that hard to have like an ann richards you know ann richards yeah she was the governor of texas democrat female okay i don't Uh, know a lot about her i would definitely have to look into her um you know like an ann richards or maybe you know, maybe, you know, I think, you know, who I think has a shot and he'll be middle of the road and he has a shot at it. And granted, he's an actor. I really do think Matthew has a shot at it. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I would, as crazy as it seems, because he is an actor, I would vote for him because out of the choices that we have, I like him the best because he's very down to earth. And I think he considers stuff and a lot of people are like, oh, he's an actor, he should stay in his lane. I mean, he's a pretty down to earth dude. And like, he just all around seems to care about stuff. He has really deep thought on things. Um, I think he would be a way better choice than Beto for sure. I think if, if he gets, if he plays, I think Matthew would do it. I think Matthew would run. As a matter of fact, honestly, I think Matthew could be president. I really yeah. <laughs> do think he would. He could. I think he would win the public pop, like popular appeal for sure, just because it is what it is with him. You know, I think people can feel connected to him. And I think the way he handled the whole, you know, obviously when he's from Uvalde, the way he handled everything reaching out showed a human very very human piece the fact that he went all the way to washington dc and he said i'm going to speak on behalf of these parents in support of them really shows a really human side and to your point passionate right so what you really want is somebody who's going to be passionate that you can look at them and when they give a speak that he really cares about people and that's what's been missing from politicians now that i'm talking it through with this I care about you and none of them on either side of both parties. I think you might get a little bit of that from AOC uh, to an extent, but not the whole, my priority. Yeah. She's kind of extreme. extreme. Yeah. Yeah, She's extreme, but it's, it's the, the, I care about your needs. I don't care whether you're Democratic or Republican. I don't care if you donate money to me or not. What I care is my priority. When I took that oath that I'm gonna that I'm gonna take care of people, right? And I'm gonna be ethical yeah, and moral and all better. of these things. Yes. That's yeah. what missing. But see, that's what McConaughey had. When he went to uh, did that speech to the press about that situation, he was passionate. You knew that he cared about what he was, and he cared about the people in that community, right? And that's what's missing from politicians today. They, it, it, I feel like there's not like 
I have your best interest in heart. I feel yeah. like they don't, they're, they're not conveying that message. It's, I have my best interest is heart, but I don't have, I don't, I don't care what happens to you, right? How your feelings don't matter to me. And that's the kind of sense that I get with it is that that's the feeling that you're, that, that, that you get. Now, if we can find somebody that would be able to say, I care about you. I may not agree with everything you do. I may not agree with your life choices, but I care about you. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a couple yep. of people that, 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 that do that, you know, that I've met a couple of people that have, have either, you know, been that way, you know, the thing is that once you've meet, you know, that there's people that are like that, right. In this world, I just wish that they would run for office. <laughs> I would, they're just you know, not running this, for office. This past year, I have felt so called to politics, but I like do not know where to begin with even, I mean, they say go to like your local seats and see, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know. It's one of those things too, where, you know, I definitely, I feel like I could connect with the majority of people, right? Like I'm a single mother of three kids, I have special needs kids. I've worked in the school district. I've worked as a paramedic firefighter. Um, I can see from many different aspects. I've struggled. I've been in the middle class. Um, I've never been in the upper class. So I can't really connect too much with them, but I have mingled with them and understand a lot of their insights, um, stuff like that. So I don't know. Politics is, it feels like it's calling me because I am middle of the road and I feel like we need more sensible middle of the road people to get things done. Um, not wishy-washy people, but like people who don't stand all one or all the other, you know, where they can give and take in certain areas, like the harder issues, like gun laws, abortion, medical stuff, things like that, healthcare. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, you can certainly start by join one of the parties, right? Whether it's the Democratic or Republican, I'm not going to ask you what you are. Joining yeah, well, one see, of the parties. That's the hard thing because it's like choose one of the parties that you don't like. That's yeah, the you can affiliate party. with or you can do a Green Party, right? And then they they do certain things. Like, for example, party members, if you want to run, they'll, you know, make a decision to back you and they'll provide funding, training, all of these things, you just have to figure out what you want to be affiliated with, right? Yeah. Well, and it's it's who would accept you, right? So if you look at the far, if you look at the right right now, they are so extreme that if you are not on board with their basically cult that they have going on, because Cheney is not going to make a difference, and neither is uh, Kaczynski, is that his name or something like that? They're the two that are doing the January 6th hearing, um, but they're Republicans. They're kind of middle of the road Republicans. Um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't, I mean, I don't feel that. I mean, I think I could be on board with like a moderate, like a conservative moderate, but more on the moderate side, like 
definitely not on the far conservative side. Um, but I also love Bernie. I love what Bernie stands for. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I do see where our systems need to be doing a lot more for people who don't have things like healthcare. Oh, for you sure. Know? For sure. And I think that people are like, well, are, we are probably the only country that doesn't have health care. Like there's other countries that don't, but you know what I mean? Like on our, it just on makes our sense. Field, yeah. yeah. On our plane field, it makes countries. sense. Would, yeah. yeah. It makes sense that we should have something. Right. But I Most don't know. Most countries pay I mean, the same tax rate as us and have health care. Yeah. Somebody needs to tell me how this is all budgeted. So I'm, I'm like getting interested. Like I want to start doing the math. Where's my, where's the money that I'm paying into social security and I'm paying into all these other things going. I have absolutely no idea. I'm clueless. I'm sure it's buried somewhere in some sort of financial, but I think it's important that if we're paying into a tax system that we know where they're with that, where that money's going. Right. Well, the conservative party, their 2022 platform again, they actually want to do away with those services. With what? Like Social Security and Medicare and stuff. Because they don't have money for it. I mean, in all honesty, that money's gone. Like that money's yeah. been allocated. It's been earmarked to other things. So basically they're telling us what we already know. No, you ain't getting any because it's, <laughs> there's nobody there to 800 get. Billion, 800 billion is going to our military contracts. That's where our money is going. 800 billion is going to our military contracts. So, I mean, if we, it, it, I mean, basically it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The, the, I will have to say that the, at least they're honest. We want to do away with it. Wink, wink, it's gone. <laughs> you know, it's, we don't have it. They should just say it. We're getting rid of social security because guess what? We don't have it. <laughs> It's already gone. Yeah, you know that money's that money came and went. Yeah, but I, you know, I wish I knew. I mean, I don't. I haven't read any. To be honest, Michelle, to me, it's like I only keep up with certain things, and that's it. Other than that, it's um, one of the things I learned in my classes. Adults are selective. They they're selective learners, right? They research mm -hmm. what they what interests it what interests them. I feel well, I am like in that. this. I mean, kids. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Boring, I feel. Yeah, exactly. I feel that I'm at the point. I feel that things have been going so out of control that I don't feel that there's anything I can do that is within my control. Right. Like everything's been going. When I, there's a small win, oh, celebration, but everything. They're going so far away from what the American people want as a whole, as a collective, that it doesn't matter what I say, right? Yeah. Unless I go off and, to your point, run for office and become a real, um, you know, contender, right? Other than that, but from that sense, like what, you know... Well, turning what, out for the November election is going to make a huge difference because yeah. if we can change who our governor is, that's going, that and our, you know, electoral college seats that we have for the federal government and stuff like that for our voting and things like that, like, that is going to be key this year. 
is yeah. changing out our governors and stuff like that. Our, you know, mayors, that would be good. But each little city is what it is because you got little towns like where you live that's just straight up conservative. But as it grows, it will start to become more democratic. Hmm. Yeah, it is. My little town's conservative. Oh, I mean, heck, the mayor grew up here. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Where are you from? Grew up here, lived here, happy here." Yep, I yep. did it because it was I a did. little country town. It was farmers, but now it's not. Yeah. Now it's turning into actual communities of people, and that's typically what turns cities blue. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that that all turns out. That is very interesting. I can learn how to drink. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> that is super interesting. Yeah, it is a little town. You're right. It's okay. Oh yeah, you're right. You yeah. It is a little town. You know, it's farmers and now it's not. You're right. It's a little community. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. So let's talk about something a little bit lighter on the lighter side. So Brad Pitt did an interview with GQ. Oh, I saw that. That was terrible. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you can take a man, and he's a man that is in his 60, I mean, he's not in his 60, 58 years old, but he's pushing 60. Yeah. Says he's in his last leg, which I, I get that. Like, I figure, like, at some point, you got to say, even though you may love what you do, at some point, you're not going to get the phone calls. You're 50 or 58 year old actor with all these like young guys coming in you're not i mean granted you may be an icon but at the same time like you know what roles are going to be coming your he's got a couple of projects but he's saying he's in his last leg he quit smoking which i didn't know he was a smoker um and like a big smoker which you know whatever whatever and then they made him look corpse like on the cover yeah like totally like a corpse I don't know why they did that to that man. Poor man. I told him he needs to get a refund is what I said. I said, you need to go back to GQ and say, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, it, it did not look good. It looked very plastic work. Like, yeah, kind of corpse-ish, like makeup on a corpse type. Yeah. I think he said oh. he's retiring because he has face blindness. He has what? face blindness it's it has something to do with like not being able to tell faces oh like the in in your brain you have this system that basically picks out faces and it remembers faces and it distinguishes faces well his is broken and he has trouble like distinguishing faces and seeing faces and stuff and so he thinks that it will make his job hard i believe it was him i believe it was brad pitt Face blindness. Oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, totally it's a, thing. a thing. It's called yeah, it's pro. Thing. Yeah. It's called prosopagnosia. A person with pregnancy yeah. may avoid social interaction and develop social anxiety disorder. They may have difficulty forming relationships or experience problems with their career. Uh, episodes aren't uncommon. Some people. It's called face blindness. Okay, he reveals he suffers from that. How long has he suffered from that? 
I don't know. I just heard about it. Are you something that you're born with? Oh man, that's not a good thing. Yeah. So face blindness, can you be diagnosed at a young age? You know, like. I don't know. <laughs> I literally just heard about it with him. I'm so. thinking maybe I have, you know what? I'm thinking maybe I do. You have face blindness maybe you don't I, recognize people? Well, I do recognize people, but sometimes I don't. Like, it's one of those things that sometimes I do, and then sometimes I don't. It's a theological disorder. Wait a minute. I remember you. Okay. I know. A person maybe avoid. There's some, it's acquired where people develop after sustaining damage to the brain. Oh, what happened to his brain? I mean, of course, this is, he's saying he got that. I'm just looking at. Yeah. He's been an actor, but here. I'm looking at, I don't know if this is a reputable website. This is a UK website, NHS, whatever that means, right? It says, face blindness often affects people from birth, and it's usually a problem a person has most of their life. It can be a severe impact on their everyday. The impact, okay, I don't care about the impact. What causes it? So there's two types, Michelle. There's one where you, that you have it without brain damage, Developmental, where a person has, without having brain damage, and acquired where a person develops after brain damage, often following a stroke or a hand injury. What happened, Brad? Brad Pitt reveals he suffers from that. Nobody believes me, he says. Because he got it acquired. Acquired is rare. When someone acquires says, it after... Okay, so it actually says that Brad Pitt thinks thinks he has undiagnosed face blindness. Oh well, that's okay, Brad. Yeah, be quiet. He just—I don't know—he's just thinking that in his head. He's like, I think I have it. He, you know what? He had me think. Let me tell you, Michelle, because he thought he had it. He had me thinking that I had it. I'm like, maybe I have that too. <laughs> self-diagnosis you know, going on i'm like maybe because sometimes somebody say hey what's up hey alondra whatever whatever and then i'll be like i don't know who that person is do you know what i mean so i feel know who that person is that's what's or I should mean. i know who that person is sometimes i forget people that i've met because i meet so many people that i forget um, yeah. you know what? I don't, know if that's I don't face. think he I don't has know it. If that's I, I think that's just. I think he thinks he has it because things like that have happened to him, like happened to me, where you like meet somebody's, hey, we met, and you're like, I don't remember meeting this person, but it really is that you're distracted, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what happened to Brad. Brad, you don't have face prognosis. You just paying attention to other things. Like that's something. That's something. If you have, like, you know, your whole life. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. something that you just kind of like at 58 figure, oh, I think I have that. But you know what? Yeah. Unless something not, happened, right? Unless something unless happened. Unless something happened. Like he must have had some like some. Now, I don't know any of this because obviously, you know, I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm, it's all speculation. But yeah, based on that, you know what else happened to Bruce Willis? Did you hear about him? 
he can't yeah. he he's he's retired too he has aphasia 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 yeah yeah he has, he has swallowing and talking oh how did that happen i don't know you know what it's so funny i mean well the only actor that got there's some actors that get but these i mean the, they have I mean, these uh, is in his like 60s right yeah but he's also had a very hard life um he was spotted running show. errands with emma he's when they had that sort of he's 67. oh oh man i didn't know he was 67. yeah Oh man, he stepped back from acting. Oh, I didn't know Rumor Willis was 33, Scout was 30. He's got like daughters in his 30s and then he's got like young kids. And he's out there, but what how is it going to impact? Oh, his wife looks is young but looks like a So, he was out. What does that mean? What's aphasia? What does it mean? I don't know what that means. Speaking You see, can you gonna read it? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let me just close. Yeah, I can hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? is trouble swallowing and speaking. So he just can't speak. He used to. Yeah. So that's why he's getting away from acting. Uh, you know what? I really like Bruce Willis. I'm sad for him. I mean, at, at least it's not like any sort of like mental disorder. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, it is. It's neurological, but at it's least a neurological it's not, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It. At least he he still has his. You know, he may not be able to speak, which is going to be difficult. But he can learn sign language and do other things. Unless you know, it's not like um, like an Alzheimer's diagnosis or a dementia diagnosis. You know. Well, that begs the question on why he has it. Right? Yeah. Like what's causing it? Oh, that's it? right. Is it dementia? Right. Is it, you know, is it just weakness of the muscles? Like what, what's causing it? That's right. The underlying, and of course, she's not going to say, right? Because that's something sure. very private if you're going through it. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, you would think something... doctors would be good enough that he would know if something major is causing it. But yeah, I could definitely see where probably not going to be yeah. coming out into the public and just saying it until no. he's further along. If further in, my, my dad yeah. passed of dementia. Like he passed of it and having to go through the whole process of, you know, at first not knowing where he's going. And then, I mean, it is a very, anybody who has had a parent or he's known somebody who has gone through that dementia, there's very, it's the steps of like, going through and seeing this person being very healthy adult to deteriorating where they can't even eat or forget yeah. how to use a fork it's very very sad and difficult it's difficult for the whole family so i can't imagine hopefully he's just you know you know that's that's the extent of it and he doesn't have anything else going on with him of course it's all speculation right yeah so sad so sad i don't like when people get sick 
like that, especially when they have, I mean, anybody, right? It's just like the whole thing about being a celebrity, but anybody. And it's just, even though he's 67, they're still very healthy 67-year-olds. And Brad's 58, which is really Brad. I don't know why he's going through. And to your point, it begs the question, he thinks he has it, but why does he think he has it? Has that? Did he have some sort of brain injury? Did he have some sort of medical condition, right? That he's not talking right. about, you know, that yeah. caused him yeah. to, to have that. And now he's saying, well, I'm going to, you know, like leave acting behind. It always in interests me. Um, people's like dynamic, you know, like people who are in Hollywood, we make this assumption that they have this certain way of thinking and this certain, but then you really don't forget your roots, right? Like if you're from Springfield, Missouri, you're going to be from Springfield, Missouri, you know, regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we forget if, that they're actually people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People. And so when you hear somebody like Bruce Willis getting some sort of, you know, the good thing is what they do is they do bring awareness to otherwise, you know, unknown issues that I would have never, I didn't know there was a thing as face blindness. I didn't know there was a thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know there was a, and I didn't know uh, there was a thing that Bruce Willis had. Like, I knew that people lost their ability to speak, but there's always a reason for that. I didn't know that there was like a name for it. So for yeah. sure, rather interesting. It's sad. Oh, I don't like people being sick like that. Circle of life. For sure. I know. I know. Either people come do that. I mean, I mean, it happens to everybody, right? Eventually, you get older, and you hope that you get. You hope that you're going to get older and be healthy, but the reality is, you can't help that. Like you can be as healthy as you can but again right you just that you can't control that yeah genetics plays part of the factor your lifestyle plays part of the factor the stress in your life plays factor like stress can turn on um different genes as well yeah. in your body um so yeah you can only do the best that you can you know with managing your genes and stuff there is um so I'm, I went to this charity event, uh, I think it was March, and they had these other charities there, and one of them is called My Faulty Gene, and mm -hmm. it's free from what I understood that anybody can go on to, I think it's like myfaultygene.org or something like that, and mm -hmm. uh, get your get your genetic testing done to see if you are predisposed to like breast cancer or different kinds of cancers and stuff like that to help prevent, you know, future cases of you having it and things. That's what Angelina Jolie did when she yeah, found she that gene. And she did double mastectomy and then she um, had a hysterectomy uh, and all of yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but That's I mean, crazy. Cause, I, I mean, do you take out all, like she took out all her breast tissue, all of it, like. She took her breast, yeah, that's what I, I thought. She had a double mastectomy. I also thought that she had a hysterectomy. That's crazy. So, I thought that she had that. 
that it was like it wasn't just um like yeah i think she did she had all of that um because she has she, she did those gen yeah, genetic testing so that's why she had um she had a double mastectomy and then i thought she also had I thought she also had a hysterectomy. She, oh no, she not a hysterectomy. She also undergone surgery to remove her ovaries and fallopian tubes. Oh, okay. So she was predisposed to like ovarian cancer then. I guess. Yeah, because I mean, you why know what? remove your ovaries but not your uterus? Like, yeah, she didn't move her. She moved her uteries and her fallopian tubes. You know what? I don't blame her at all, especially if you have so many kids like that. Like she has a lot of children. Like, yeah. you know, any mother would probably try to do whatever they could to um, make sure that they um, that they stayed around, stuck around for their kids. And when she had them, her kids were little. They're still not 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 big kids. Like I think her oldest ones are teenagers, but they're still. You know, they still need their mom. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her daughter um, at, like, some dance studio. She can dance really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I didn't really report on it. Uh, you know how I report on stuff like that on my channel. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I try not to report on people's kids. It's funny. I, it's funny that I draw the line at that. Like, I oh, really kidding. try not to, yeah, I don't mess with people's kids. Like, I don't, I feel that, that if the parent decided to be in the limelight, you know, then the parent, it's, it's, you know, I'll talk about the parent. I also don't like to post, I rarely do, unless their kids are grown, but I rarely yeah. post pictures of a celebrity with their children. Or I don't, if I feel like something's like too egregious and too like weird, I also won't perpetuate certain things like that I think are like, you know what? I don't want to post that. So I do draw, yeah. it's funny that I do draw the line on certain things, you know, because at the end of the day, right, I'm doing this for fun, right? This yeah. is what I enjoy doing. So I draw the line at certain things. So, I mean, it's to me, TikTok is like a hobby. So there are certain things I draw the line. One, I really try not to talk about politics on my page, right? Typically not. But two, when it comes to gossip, I don't like posting people's kids. Even if they post them, I just don't feel comfortable. I do it very rarely, right? I have, but very rarely. And then I also, you know, don't like if the gossip is too crazy then i don't like to get into it or if it's something that's going to make me feel bad unless i feel like i have like i have to you know like the whole uvalde situation I had to post it it wasn't it wasn't about it was more about my way of saying enough is enough right like we need to do something yeah um so I do. I had do have some sort of criteria on what I decide to post. And I yeah, I saw that, but I decided not to 
post on the little girl dancing. She did an amazing job, though. Yeah, I mean, she an amazing job. She looks so just like Angelina too. Like literally the perfect mix of her and Brad. Oh, for sure, she's gonna be a knockout when she grows up, right? To decide what she ever wants to be. I don't know how you know what she ever wants to be. For some reason, in my mind, in my mind, I see like one of Brad and Angelina's kids become like some sort of missionary or something. You know what I mean? Like going off there, but like being a missionary. Like, Angelina, and I don't know yeah. if it's because of Brad Pitt's Bible Belt roots, but I just just feel one of his kids is going to do some like humanitarian effort like you know like a missionary or something i don't know yeah well angelina does a lot of that work she does she does um do a lot of humanitarian work um and is very involved globally and all of that stuff which good for her you know she has a platform to discuss those things and address those issues, right? That obviously a lot of people don't have. So because of their celebrity, right? Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. But yeah, I, I um, what was I watching on her? I was watching this whole Angel, not Angelina. It was um, this little documentary on Jennifer Aniston. And when she went through that whole situation, when Brad left her for Angelina, and it was just going every step of the way of how she felt, how, you know, people are just kind of, and I, I think it has to be bizarre that people are still commenting about a relationship that ended years and years ago. And I'm sure she's already yeah. moved on, you know, but it's, it was just talking about why that it was because he wanted to start a family and she didn't and blah, 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 and all of these things. And I don't know. Sometimes I think things aren't that complicated. I just think he had a feeling and he went for it and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I don't think I mean, it was anything. Does Jennifer Aniston have kids right now? She doesn't. No, right? she doesn't. She doesn't. Then I mean that could be true. Well, I think for women, it's like, is this the right person you want to have a child with? Like I think that that you have to when you're married you have to have that like do i want to have a kid with this person or do i want to have a kid and she only had two i think she's only been married twice which is brad right and after that she didn't get married the next time she got married she got married with um what was his name he's always with his pitbull was let me see how many marriages jennifer aniston has had oops lose me jennifer aniston Oh, you know, I know we've talked about Elon Musk's kids, right? Did you hear that? I had no idea that one of his his kids were 18. I did not know that. And apparently, well, because he has six boys, right? Well, he, mm-hmm. he had six boys. One of them is a transgender female. And she's oh, I didn't know that. now. I, I didn't either. She literally put out a thing trying to distance herself from Elon and said she wants nothing to do with him, does not want any association with him because he's put some, I guess, like transphobic style 
posts on TikTok or something. I don't know. I haven't seen them, so I don't know. Um, but I just thought that was kind of. A I shock. thought that it. I I did not know that because he keeps that private life kind of private. Um. Well, I didn't realize that it was 18 years ago that he had his, I guess, first kids. Well, I mean, he is in his pushing 50. Yeah. But every picture <laughs> that you see of his kids, they're all little. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never once seen his kids grown up. I wonder if he's how he is as a parent. You know what I mean? Like... Well, I've always he wondered he how loves he's... being a dad and that, you know, it was, it was his choice to bring kids into the world. And so basically, you know, you owe your kids everything because they didn't choose to be here. You chose for them to be here. And so like, I mean, I get, he's an extremely busy person, but when he's not at the factories, he says that he is with his kids, like, but I know that he's also doing a lot of other stuff because he likes Burning Man and he likes going to, I guess, like these crazy parties and stuff like know. that. So. I know that you like Elon. I'm on the fence. So. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the fence on him. I'm like, he's, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna wait and see with Elon. See what happens with him. Um, Jay yeah. Thoreau, well, that's who she was married I mean, to. He, he is a Bernie supporter. You know, he was a Democrat because they were always the nice party, you know, but I don't know. I kind of side with him that right now the Democratic Party is pushing a lot of people who are in the middle or like had no other choice of voting. Um, they're really pushing them away right now. That's true. And the only other choice is the fucking other side. Oops, F-bomb, but it is the other side, which is not good. But there is mm. no other choice. There's nowhere else for us to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was Justin Thoreau. That's who Aniston was married to. Justin Who's Thoreau. That? I don't know. In 2015, they got married. They only lasted two years. And 2015 was seven years ago. She's 53, so she was in her 40s. That's she made so him not want to... Yeah, I don't think she probably would have had a, a, I think, I don't think she met the right person to have a kid with. Like, there, there's women that won't have children outside of wedlock. They yeah. just won't. And so if you're one of those women that's not going to have a child out of wedlock and you've only been married twice and the second time you got married in your 40s, at your 40s, you got to really seriously think, is this a time that I want to have a kid? All right. That's yeah, it's a really on? hard time for a woman to have a kid. Um, and I have friends who have kids. I mean, as you know, I'm in my 40s and I have friends who have kids, very young children um, in their 40s, um, grade school age. Um, but I guess you enjoy them. But again, again, they're, you're, it's, it's a, you're right. It's, it's a different age, right? I think you have more patience for them, right? Um, yeah. More patience, but. At the same time, it's like, okay, I've had my single Maybe. lifestyle this long. Maybe. But it's medically, it's harder. Oh, yeah, it was harder. One of them adopted. Um, the other one, she had her kids just older. But, yeah. 
Yeah, mom yeah. was 30 when she had me. Yeah. I definitely yeah, so. wish I would have waited till I was older to have kids, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some people wait till they're older. Some people wait till they're younger. I don't know. It just so, I mean, it just happens. I'm assuming it happens when it happens, right? You can't control that. Um, and, to an extent. Yeah, to an I mean, extent. Right. To an extent. <laughs> there are a lot of factors in there. There are a lot of factors yeah. in there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, she, um, so I, maybe she just didn't, decided not to have kids. And he had a lot of kids with Angelina. Um, adopted and had, you know, twins and all these other children. They're still, their divorce is technically not finalized. Do you realize that? There's, they're, they're, because of the money, because the way that they're dividing things. They had so much money combined, so many businesses that it's just been really difficult for them to kind of, they're, they're, I think they, they're single. They're, they separated their finances, so they're single technically but technically they're still tied up financially that has got to be like a nightmare you know speaking of court cases have you heard the update that happened like today or yesterday about the amber Heard johnny depp case like they oh. went to court to like finalize things mm -hmm. so judge penny because you know how amber was like trying to seal all the documents and shit Judge yeah. Penny was like, nah, I don't think so. Everything is unsealed completely. Elaine was like, Judge, I, I hope you had a good break. And Judge Penny was like, okay. Like, I saw what you were saying about me on TV, basically. Um, okay. Like, she didn't say that, but she did say when um, Elaine said, I hope you had a good break, she goes, uh, okay. And then... Um, Amber is talking about an appeal. Judge Penny said, okay, you're thinking about appeal. That's cool. You're going to need to put up the whole thing of money plus 6% per year if you want to appeal. Oh, wow. Yep. And, I don't know. you know, there was stipulation about Johnny maybe giving her leeway or whatever. Nope. They want the whole thing. Oh, so Johnny's making her pay. He's like, I but want my they money also back. so in the in the U.S. There's this thing that like after your trial, after your case, you're allowed to go talk about it with like no repercussions or whatever. So like that interview that she did was covered within that leeway of whatever the stipulation is that you can talk about your case where she can't be charged with anything talking bad about Johnny. But yeah, that has now expired, and anything mm -hmm. that she does after today, she can be sued again. Production again. It's funny because I've seen pictures like they've had her. I don't know. It's got to be her PR team, or else how would they have known? Unless somebody looked at his TMZ. But she was in the Hampton shopping, and they showed oh, pictures. The grocery store. Yeah, grocery store, and all, and then trying to showing her doing normal things. They had her at TJ Maxx with her sister, you know, yeah, shopping at TJ Maxx. I don't know if she was shopping at TJ Maxx. Well, it was for TJ Maxx that's in like a really expensive neighborhood that I saw somebody talking about it. And they said that. Oh, so it wasn't that like TJ Maxx is in like a really expensive neighborhood. Um, where was that one at? 
I'm trying to think of where that one was, but yeah, I mean, it was like multi-million dollar neighborhood-ish area, so. Oh, okay. So yeah, they yeah. took a picture of her there, and then when they spotted, she left, and then posted that. Who cares? I'm done with her. I don't, I'm not, I didn't care for her as an actress. The trial's over. What made her remotely interesting was Johnny Depp. I mean, to be in all intents and purposes, yeah. right? Like, I didn't oh, know her before. Picture at the grocery store, she literally looks like she has that same mark on her face. And I well, think it's just her cheek filler. Oh, I wonder what she's going to do. I wonder if she's going to declare bankruptcy. And um, she obviously gets to keep her home. I wonder what she's going to do. You can like, put a lien on it. That's true. But... In order I mean, for if her he to... really wanted to keep fucking with her, he could that. do a lot. He could, any money that she gets, he could put garnishments on it. He mm -hmm. could put a lien on any property she owns from cars to houses, anything. I don't know where I read, but I heard that she had signed a multi-million dollar book deal. But how can she sign that? Any book place that does that with her is incredibly dumb because now she can be sued again for defamation again and any book company that takes that on can also be sued because it's already been proven that it was defamatory statements that would be insane for any credible book company to take that on let me see i heard she had a book deal no no i heard too i heard too but it would be incredibly stupid for any credible book company to do that. Is broke? Oh, look, she's looking for a revenge tell-all book deal because she's broke. I think, you know, somebody's financing her. If she was broke, then how come, who paid for her private jet? A lot of people say that she's mailing Elon Musk because of some sex, this is all alleged, all alleged. Some wild sex party that she attended with I guess him and Cara Delevingne. Um, but basically that she was told to do some dance naughty things and she's blackmailing him from that party, but it can't be brought to light because there were too many big name people at this party and it's all speculation. I don't know the truth about this, but that's what people are speculating is that Elon Musk also possibly the father of her little child is financing her i think that there's a strong possibility that he is financing her oh yeah i mean who else uh, would be i don't think anybody yeah. else would want to be associated with her mm -mm. he's got his own issues right now he's got little kids and then he's got that 18 year old wanting to not be a musk anymore yeah yeah that's definitely that was crazy because, like I said, I had no idea his kids were 18. I've just seen them as, like, little kids. Did it, are they online? I didn't look them up or anything, but, I mean, I have not seen any pictures of his kids grown. I think she's a twin to one of his other boys. Is it Nevada Alexander Musk? Yeah. I believe so. I don't, you know, I don't see any images of her. 
I, I would imagine that he has enough money to keep images of his kids offline. You know what I'm saying? And he's like tech guru, so. Well, you were right. They're only pictures of him with little kids. Yeah, they're, they're not on here. Not at all. No, okay. you're right. I mean, here's one where they they look like they're a little bit older. That might be her. So if you go to uh, the teal mango, it's a, uh, let's see, can I share my screen? Let me see if I can share my screen. This one, and can you see my screen? No, I can't. I can't see it. You cannot see the screen. Oh, there it is. Okay, can you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's going, it's loading. It's loading. Come on. Mm -mm. Screen sharing will automatically resume. It didn't work. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. There it is. Yeah, it is. I see it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right here. Oh Can yeah, but it? it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I it's see not it. working. Yeah, I see him. Oh, you saw it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They do look older. Yeah, and but, then there but is there's not one a whole lot in here. Yeah, I think I see which one it is. But yeah, that's pretty much pretty much the only one I see. Yeah, I mean, he does a good job of keeping his kids offline, for sure. As far as images, you know. Oh. That's got literally the, point, the only one the I money. see, and they're, like, teenagers. Because to your point, he has the money. Yeah. He has the money to do all that, to, like, ensure that there's not a lot of pictures in there. And I'm surprised that the child hasn't come out, like, with an interview or something. Just that he wants to remove his name from Elon's. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it makes you wonder, like, what really is happening, like, with her, right, to where mm -hmm. she said she doesn't want anything to do with him. Like, I can't imagine if you knew that your dad loved you and cared for you and all these things, that over a couple comments on Twitter, you would be like, I don't want anything to do with him when he's literally, like, the richest person in the world, you know? So it's like, what else is going on within that? that would make you say, like, I don't want anything to do with him. I I honestly think that even though he likes being a dad, I don't really think he has a whole lot of time to be a dad. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, um, he's definitely doing a lot to be Daddy Musk for the entire world, trying to save humanity. On top of that, on top of um, his other children, on top of his other relationships and on top of his social life like there's it, it, it there's not a lot of room there yeah yeah so i'm curious how i mean even though he says i love being a dad which i'm sure he does but is he really truly truly sharing in the responsibility of raising those children yeah I, you know what well to be honest i i think they lived with their mother for the most part 
I'm going to make, he had them on the weekends. I, I'm going to make this huge assumption that probably not. I, you know, if he, I, it, it just, it, I mean, I just, yeah, I don't know. Unless he keeps it scrubbed on the internet, but there's really hasn't been pictures. So like you've seen pictures of Angelina Jolie and all her kids. You've seen pictures of Brad Pitt and all his kids, right? But there's really hasn't yeah. been a lot of pictures of Elon and all his kids. He's got like kids. So that's why I'm like curious if that's yeah. the case. You can't, it just, it seems even, well, even if he had all the resources. with his kids, right? Yeah. Like that little, the new little girl baby. Like nobody even knew about that baby until it was born and like crying in a room during an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he's he really just does a really good job of that. Saw with Grimes DJing. I just remember seeing. I just remember when she had that. There it is. There she. There she is with the Grimes. Baby. I just her him and Grimes don't seem like a match to me. Yeah, somebody said that he was spotted with some new girl on a lunch date or something. I don't know. They may, they may have one of those relationships where, you know what? Never mind. I take that back. I do see him with, with, with they do, they are a match. I just looked at his ex-wife, one of his ex-baby's mamas, and they, they favor each other. So I take that back. He has He definitely has a type. For sure. His it's other kids' moms, they, they look just normal. They just look like a normal white lady. She does. She does. They do They do look like, but like normal. Want, he likes she does not look normal. <laughs> she is very wild. Like, what, the eclectic. new girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, Grimes, right? Like, she's eclectic. She's mm -hmm. just got this like alien-esque style to her her conversations are like weird i like listen yeah. to her and it's kind of like interesting but it's just interesting to see how she expresses herself too mm -hmm. right and how she yeah. discusses things and how like she clarifies poor thing they're like canceled for everything i feel that we live in a day and age that i can't even say anything like before people get yeah. upset for anything but yeah, for sure. Yeah, cancel somebody over one statement, even if that statement was like 20 years ago, right? Like, oh my God, this person made this statement 20 years ago. Like that person hasn't changed since then. Some people don't change. Most people do change though. And shit that they or, said when they were in their 20s, they would not say today, you know? Or teenagers or uh, teenagers yeah. or high school kids. You know, there's this guy who is a columnist he used to do, and I don't know if he still does it. It was called, um, it was a podcast. It was called Savage Love, I believe. Um, I'm trying to figure out what his name was. The, the, the creator of that, uh, the journalist. What was his name? I guess maybe Savage Love is also a music video. But, <laughs> his, okay, here it is. Um, it was a podcast dan savage he was a podcast oh, okay. yeah and i don't know if you've heard of him i've heard of him yeah. he had he has a kid and he was saying and this was dan savage was saying this 10 years ago had to be 
20, no, more than that, maybe 2050. He said, my kid is not going to be able, this was before cancel culture, right? Or in the beginning of it, not even, maybe way before. He was saying, there's going to be a time at age that whatever my kid says or does or videotapes is going to be carried into his adult life. Yeah, and I'm terrified for it. And he is 100% right. The whatever you say, whatever dumb thing you say when you're a kid has an impact, has, has um, something that's going to, that's going to, can impact your livelihood, right? And I see on TikTok, I see a lot of young kids do some, say, and do some really dumb things. And people have to keep in mind that when a 12-year-old says something dumb, they just say it because they just say it. It's, it doesn't, there's nothing really behind it, right? It's not the fact that the parents, it's the parents' time to say, okay, I don't agree with what the child said. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to call him out on it, but, you know, yeah, they can't be punished forever because of it. Yeah, luckily, you know, when we were kids that age, we didn't have technology to capture all the stupid shit we were saying and doing. Yeah, yeah. And kids say some dumb stuff. Crude, rude, dumb things that come out of their mouths. But at the end of the day, their brains aren't fully formed. And I think that's where people yeah. need to show a little bit of compassion, right? And they And they don't. And they don't. But you know what? I did learn a lesson in compassion because you know how Britney Spears, she acts very different in, on her um, her um, Instagrams. But then you realize this girl has been under the control of her family right, for so long after she had her breakdown. Has been to the point that the severity of her of her you know like she couldn't she couldn't take out birth control from her body right like all of these things that she couldn't do because she was under a conservatorship medical decisions were made for her right i don't yeah. want to have children no you're gonna get an iud like all of these things that a conservatorship does and when she could post and how she could post and all of these things like that's why she acts the way she does on camera, right? You know, you have to, you, you have, sometimes you got to look at people and be a little bit more sensitive. And mm -hmm. I think in her case, that's the case. She posted something recently where she was dancing around, just a little dancing around, but I mean, she doesn't know any better. That's what she knows. She's like a teenager who just got her freedom, essentially. Yeah. And to think that her kids are big too. Yeah. That, that's definitely a special situation because what really is going on, nobody knows, right? Nobody knows if Britney Spears really had an IQ level that's not sufficient to care for herself or whatever the reason was that she was under a conservatorship, you know? And she had kids and what, what would that be like to be that kid, right? Like your mom was not even able to care for herself, let alone care for someone else she she had a mental breakdown right you know because of her breakup because of her whatever because of her kids 
She had the kids taken away from her. Well, that's what we were and, told, right? Yeah. Like, that's what we were all yeah. told happened. Yeah, but if you think about it, that's not the, you know, that's happened to women, not just Britney, the Britney conservatorship, but that's happened to women. Like, there's women that have been so abused by their partner that during a divorce that when they're they they try you know um committing suicide have some sort of mental breakdown because the person that they were married to abused them so severely that they take away their kids right and you're thinking about it like you're giving the kids to the person that put this woman in that situation to begin with and i've yep. seen that happen several times several times or and then the thing is that people because people don't know the details people judge them they're like oh they took her kids away because she was like unfit well they don't know the situation behind that they don't know the situation behind that and what sucks with a lot of those cases too is it's so many different things right like people who get their kids taken away because of they don't have sufficient living situations because they can't make enough money because they can't work because they can't afford childcare. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. Yeah. It's just this because they also can't get out of the situation of being abused by their partner because they can't afford to because there's no things to help. Right. Oh, there's WIC and there's food stamps and shit like that. But that doesn't really help pay your bills, your living expenses, your daycare. And people Mm -hmm. want to talk about the daycare help that is given, especially here in Texas, is just there. Yeah, we need people in offices that literally care about people. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing like bare minimum. Bare minimum. They're giving bare minimum, right? Which is fine. It's sufficient to eat. But at the same time, like, where are you going to live? Yeah. I don't even think they're giving bare minimum energy anymore. I think they're just like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. And if I get money, mm-hmm. oh, well, like. It's sad. Crazy. It's incredibly sad. So, yeah, I just feel like that's what, that you know, I feel like something, something was done to this poor lady. And now, you know, she's getting her life back together. And it, I just need a, just a little bit more empath- empathy for how she's like getting it together because it's got to be very difficult to finally let go where you're everything that you do you know somebody has control over Mm -hmm. and now it's interesting for sure but yeah that's what i've been like that's been like the pop culture that's been going on i don't know if there's anything else going on just brad again going on camera the jolie pitt kid dancing around the the Kim Kardashian saying she introduced Pete to her kids six months after she started dating him, that she talked to therapists and therapists were okay. I don't know. You know, it's definitely a woman's prerogative. Like when a woman feels it's ready for a man to meet her children, that is 100% her decision. Um, Yeah. I don't know if I don't see marriage in the future with that person, probably not. Well, I've, I have not introduced my kids to very many people at all that I've dated. Not like I've dated a ton of people, but 
there's only a small select people I've brought around my kids. It makes sense, right? Why are you going to bring and I saw people? Long term. Yeah, if I don't yeah. see long term with that person, no way. Yeah, and we tend to forget that Pete's what twenty eight years old. He's the kid. Yeah, he's young. Like I didn't. I mean, he's young enough to know. He's not like young, young. But I mean, he's in his twenties. People tend to forget Pete's in the twenties. It's not. We live in a day and age that it's not so much. I remember it was a big deal when a woman was much older than a man. Right now, it's not. It's not a big deal. Nobody's even making anything with that. I forget that Pete's only twenty eight though. Yeah, and Kim's like, what? How old is Kim? Forty. Forty. Forty one. Forty. Yeah. One, yeah, crazy, yeah, I know, but you wouldn't think it. Oh, that's crazy, yeah, he's young, he's young, young. So, I thought that was pretty interesting, yeah. I don't know, personal preference, I don't know if I could date anyone 28. To me, that just, you just haven't lived through certain life experiences that you need to have to date someone who's been through the life experiences that I've already been through, you know? Yeah, for sure. And there's just different life, like, things that you go through at certain ages. Yeah. You know? So. Hmm. So, yeah. That. It's interesting. I don't know. All right. Do you think it's about that time? All right. Yeah, we can make it about that time. Sure. So if you're interested in hearing more of our podcast, click the subscribe button and you will be notified of any of our new episodes that drop. Have a good one. Thank you. Hey, Michelle.